Hello, everyone. Welcome to week 18 of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. And we've got myself, John. We've got... Bobby Platano. There he is. And we've got... I am dumb. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trying to get the boom going. Trying to get the boom going. All right. John, what's going on, man? Let's see, um, you just got back from Minneapolis. Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Uh, just recently went on a trip to... Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, or St. Paul, or Bloomington, I don't even know which one, but I went to the Mall of America in Minnesota, and I was there with a friend, Bobby Gaines, who actually created the It Doesn't Matter logo that you might see on either this side or this side of the screen uh, once we produce the show. Um, thanks, Bobby Gaines, for that. Thank you. All the royalties go to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pay you in beer, and you don't drink, so all right. There you go. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings. B-dub-dubs. Um, we went there to the Mall of America, and one of the most uh, significant things that uh, I could think of being at the Mall of America in Minnesota is that it was the site of the very first WCW Monday Nitro in 1995. So, And I took a couple pictures, and I took a couple poses there, and I actually took a video, which you may see some other time on the It Doesn't Matter podcast. Um, but it was a really cool uh, trip to be there, and... You guys, I think you guys would have enjoyed it. So. Of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you went to the mall, you know, first time I thought about was Lex Luger walking up. Yeah. What's he doing there? Yep. What's he doing there? You stood right there where Luger is at. I should have worn the same, you know, Seinfeld white puffy shirt that he did when he came out. <laughs> just walk in, just... <laughs> mm. You look better than he does now in that shirt. Oh, oh man. Oh. Damn. Really? Wild. <laughs> Already started. <laughs> He's a total package. Didn't say if the package was good or not, but there we go. <laughs> But you enjoy the mall? Yeah, it was a good time. You know, the, the Mall of America has everything you would possibly do on a vacation, including a theme park, an aquarium, a fancy restaurant, a casual restaurant, and a lot of shops, of course. And you can do all those things in one central location. So uh, it was truly just a vacation in and of itself. That's crazy. Yeah, good time. I'd like to check it out one day. Definitely. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah. Gotta see the twins in town first, but you know. Man, listen. Yeah, the twins were away the days that we were there, unfortunately. Um, but hey. Yeah, we're baseball fans, so you know, gotta catch a game. I, I would just love to be in the stadium, you know. Um, just a, a new place and uh, go there for a non wrestling event, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been to MetLife. Yeah, I've been to uh, a Cowboy Stadium for WrestleMania twice, you know. And speaking of WrestleMania, one of my favorite WrestleMania competitors of all time is, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It Big doesn't Daddy matter. Cool Diesel. He doesn't ride a motorcycle though. Uh, Triple H came on the bike. Was Triple, it Dallas? Triple yeah. H and, and the stuff come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Dallas. Yeah. Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah. 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 There's a few. Hey, I'll drink to that. All right. Yeah. All right. For all our audio listeners. That's it. Land Shark, the official provider or official sponsor of It Doesn't Matter podcast. For now. Week eighteen. <laughs> if you're eighteen, you still can't drink. So too bad. <laughs> As she said. Anyways, while you was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or Bloomfield eating onions, <laughs> I was in Hartford. I went to Monday Night Raw. Yes. Seth freaking Rollins kicked off the show. With yeah. the beautiful people. With the beautiful people. It was a good-ass show. Man. It was probably one of the best Hartford shows in a, in a long time. Nah. Vince was backstage. If you guys didn't hear about that, he's backstage. Was it? Okay. And it was a good-ass show. And the... Crowd was amazing. Yeah. You guys watched Raw? Yeah, yeah, I did. How did the reaction sound when Cody and Seth came out? Cody, it. That shit was loud. Yeah. It was loud. It, it matches what whatever you probably felt. Over it was there. loud. 
And then just like last week, we was talking about like heel heat when Miz announced Dom's name. Yeah, I wanted to get your perspective seeing it live and like what was it, was it really like? Oh yeah, that was that wasn't piped in. It was <laughs> it was as is. Like this dude, he has heat. Like he can't get a word in. That's he can't like, get a word. And then when, then when he slapped Cody, <clears throat> it was a wrap. That's very different, especially for a young guy. Like he's still basically like in his rookie years. He got it. That's tough. I gotta give him respect for that. I want to see him go against Cody. Him and Cody right now? Nah, well, not uh, right now. Build up a little bit, you know. You yeah, got your top baby face versus one of the top heels. Save that for Survivor Series. Uh, nah, save for like Raw and like Davenport. I want some shit like that. Well, the way Raw is gonna be like next couple weeks or months, they're gonna have no competitors. So I'm just saying, build something. They'll just give it away. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about that. Yeah, but so the main event for that night was Damian Priest versus Seth Rollins, and uh, great match. It was a great match. Priest had his showing. He said that early in the night that he doesn't need the Judgment Day to be there, and Priest is working. Priest ever since that match with him and Bad Bunny, he yeah. he's doing the damn thing right now. That might have been a mistake on his part, though. So after the match got over and the cameras ended, Seth and uh, Priest shook hands off air. Ring of, uh, Ring of Honor. Or just, you know, well, they're airing on Raw Talk. Yeah. Are <laughs> oh, they showing on Raw Talk? No. no. All right. <laughs> no, maybe they did. Who knows? Yeah, but um, yeah, they shook hands. And you know, Priest, is, he's working right now. He's doing the damn thing. He's always been good. It's just he never really had that opportunity to shine and show his, his real worth at times. Yeah. Especially when you're in a group. You're going to only like show the leader, well, whoever is the leader. Well, you thought it would have been Finn. But honestly, right now, it's it's Rhea. Rhea's the leader of the judgment. Oh, yeah. Day. Hands down. Of course. In WWE, they always tend to delay pushes. It doesn't matter if Vince or Triple H is yeah. in charge. Um, but I can't pinpoint it exactly, but I swear I had this feeling when Sami Zayn wrestled uh, Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. And I was like, you know, I, I personally love that match. I had a great time with it. And I just thought no. to myself... <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. After the fact. <laughs> I, <forgot you. laughs> I, I watched it. But you have the sense that something bigger was in store for Sami Zayn. You know, it could pan out or yeah. it could it, it could flutter. And look what happened to Sami Zayn by the by the very next year. Yeah, Sami Zayn was gonna get over without the machine. It yeah. was gonna be another Daniel Bryan situation where they just like could not hold him back. Yeah, that's what they had so, to do. So Damian Priest, I mean, he's had a couple of uh, he's had a couple of mania moment. He had a mania moment in that tag match with back, uh, Bad Bunny, and of course at Backlash this year he had that moment again with Bad Bunny. And you saw what Damien Priest, is, Damien Priest is capable of, and maybe within by the next year, he's gonna psh, right to the moon. I hope so. Uh, he is a little bit older, yeah. So you know, most of the guys when they get to that age, the injuries might pile up or. How old is he? About forty. Oh, he's in his prime right now. Yeah, now, but <laughs> all the years on the road, though, sometimes you know. But now, yeah, like they say, now wrestlers, wrestlers primes now are about forty, forty-five. Yeah. Everybody's at their peak. But what title is he going to get? He's not going to be Gunther for the IC title. No. He's not. He's already been the U.S. champ, right? Twice. Yeah, which is on SmackDown. And he's not going to be set for that title by the time. So his best bet, if you want to continue to have that guy to grow, he has to be in the money in the bank. Or win the Rumble, one or the other. That won't happen, though. Just give him that show. I'll give him that, but that's probably not going to happen. Depending on where they want to go and who they have for the belt. It, I mean, if they want to keep him with the Judgment Day, I can see that. Like, go get that money in the bank. 
Cody finally gets the belt and then take that belt right away. I did say a few weeks ago, I forgot what episode it was in, but I said it could be Priest leading the Judgment Day and Finn do his own thing. But what would Finn do? Yeah. You know, he's he's been on his own and you know, I mean he's been successful with his own gimmicks over over time. Um, but just what do you do with him again? I don't see I don't see anything right now for him. I think Finn is fine in the judgment day. I think I think they're fine as a unit. I don't see why they should do anything with him. I feel like Dom, Rhea, and uh Priest, yeah, they're all overshadowing Finn. Like what what's Finn really doing right now? That's, he he just there and he's supposed to be the main one. Yeah. I've no, noticed that too. He's floundering around right now. I don't think he's supposed to be the, the main focus. Uh, I think I mean you would think that because he was the former universal champion, yeah. you know, and he has the most notoriety. Um and it does seem weird when he's like taking the, the job in a tag team match. That's true. And Dominic's there and Priest is there and it's like why is Finn taking the, the L? And normally it would be those guys. Yeah, that's what you would think. But it's like you don't want to do that to Dom because he's nope. still at a certain he's still young yeah. in the industry. And Priest he still should be protected, even though he took the loss last week. <laughs> and then got a title match, so there you go. Um, but no, the Judgment Day is a, is a great thing right now, and I, I don't think they should mess with it. That's what I think. Do you think they're overexposing the Judgment Day? No. No, not yet. No. You can be overexposed any any minute, any time, but uh, right now I still think it's a good, a solid act that they can it stand is. behind. It is. Yeah, they gave you just enough to where you, you still want to see them on TV, not to where the point where you're just like... I'd get off my screen. <laughs> I mean, I'd want a t-shirt of theirs, but I don't like any of their designs. <laughs> I like Rita's. I kind of like, well, yeah, the real one's dope. I kind of like the Priest one. It's like the Puerto Rican flag, but in black and purple with the star. That's pretty dope. I don't, I haven't seen that one. Rhea, I, I think she had another the night, I want to say. I got checked out. This is a fun little factoid, was that one time Rhea Ripley for, uh, lost her gear and she borrowed Damien Priest's pants to wear on a live event. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they had similar gear, you know. The, That's lucky. You know, the demolition style S and M gear. You know. So yeah. That's it. Hey. Alright guys. How do you feel about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn right now as a tag team? I don't know where this is going, to be honest. I don't know who's gonna take the belts off of them, if any at any time, but it it seems like they're trying to have some kind of issue with Kevin and Sammy, but it's it's not working out the way they want it to be. I, I think that's their banter. That's their rapport, is that they, they're friends. Yep. They love each other, right? But they're always going to bicker. But it doesn't mean they're not friends. You know, that's that's just their uh, chemistry and camaraderie. I love how Kevin is ready to fight anybody. Yeah. He gets so worked up easily. Yeah. Smackdown, <laughs> he's he's ready yeah. to fight. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's do this. I think, I think it's weird, like, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, he's been there a while now. Um, what, uh, since he debuted on the main roster? 2015, 2016? Like 15. 15. Seven, eight years now? Yeah. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Owens... I think what they're doing with Kevin Owens the same as he right now is, like, they they made it to the to the main event of WrestleMania. Yep. They made it there. They put the tag team championships on the main stage as a main event uh, uh, belts. And now they're just running with them. You know, maybe, yeah, they, maybe they... You know, you're trying to think of who can uh, uncrown them. Who can beat them for the titles? But I don't think they're there. They're not, not in the design that they're yeah. they're just holding the titles until something will come up. And sometimes things get hot, and then okay, now we pull the trigger on them losing the titles because yeah. of this new hot act. 
Uh, but right now they're just they're not floundering, but uh, are they directionless? No, they have you know a, a gauntlet match coming up to find a number one contender. Um, so they're just just enjoying the title reign. That's what I think. Yeah, so just carrying the belts. Are they going to unify them titles? Are they going to get a okay, belt? Look, we unify what? Well, not unify, but are they going to get new titles as well? Everybody's getting new titles. It seems like it. Well, we're jumping around. Jumping around. I'm jumping around a bit, but on SmackDown, Oscar uh, got the new title, yep. just the the Women's World Championship. Yeah. The Women's... Well, the Undisputed Championship, not, right? How? Just the Women's... WWE Women's Championship. That's it. What's the other one going to be called? So, you find uh, out what that is. Yeah. For Rhea Ripley. The WWE Ladies Championship. What the... <laughs> Uh, I don't uh, know. Female, I don't know. Th- this is why they s- I said they didn't know what to do with those belts. Mm-hmm. And they just put themselves into a corner they don't know how to get out of. Well, they gave the yellow championship to Oscar. I don't really... Yeah, don't just because they want to match Roman. <laughs> nice belt. Yeah. The white and gold. Yeah, I get it. Pretty nice. Reminds me of uh, cornflakes. Uh, you know. Golden oats, baby. And corn. <laughs> but anyway. We'll speak- talk more about Speaking of gold... Later. Gunther hit a thousand. Oh, not excuse me. Gunther hit one year as the Intercontinental Champion. One whole year. One year already. Champion. He beat Ricochet last year. Today, for the IC title. A little sad moment for when Ricochet lost the title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't think they were gonna do much with him as a, a champion, but with Gunther, he's bringing even more prestige to that belt. He was the NXT UK Champion for like eight hundred days. Mm. Which don't really mean anything, but... Um, you, you know how many NXT UK shows I watched in 800 days? Three. None. I knew it. <laughs> I watched like three. I watched a handful. Anytime you heard that there was a good match and... If it was him versus Pete Dunne, I think that was the one I watched. And he... <laughs> well, that, we seen that. In, did you go in Brooklyn? I seen that takeover. One of them takeover. It wasn't in Brooklyn, but they, they had a show on it. Yeah, I, I, I did watch that. Just that was, that was pretty dope. Walter and Ilya dragging off. Uh, yeah. yeah, they said potentially match of the year for that one. I don't know if he's very... He's very yeah, he's the one who took the title from him, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, Gunter, his his music still plays in my head all the time. So that's how I know he's over. Because I'm still thinking about it all the time. Go. Duh. Yeah. And there are actually lyrics in there, which I... When you're alive in the arena, you could probably hear them and decipher them. I still... I'm sure I could look them up, but I haven't. It just repeats, Gunter, Ring General, you know... Um, but no, I look forward to, you know, him holding the title, create another uh, record title reign. I don't know who's going to beat next in the lineage of, you know, Honky Tonk is the oldest, the, the longest one. Macho Man apparently held it for a long, is number two, maybe? Uh, yeah. I'm surprised by that, but After sure. Look and see. But did you enjoy his match with KO on Monday? Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to watch Raw Live, so I, um, so I heard a review of the whole show, and, um... It just increased my desire to watch that match, and oh yeah, it was, that was, it was, yeah. It was mm, the that last was great match. match. Gunther got the win with the roll up. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kevin Owens, you know, um, uh, him, you know, <laughs> going back to a couple moments ago, you know, he's been in the WWE for such a, a long time now, and he not, not not necessarily changed gimmicks, but he went back to his like fighter fight, Kev, fight yeah, yeah. Owens fight that he came into WWE with, that he had at NXT. And it's like, why go back to that? You know, he had the stun Owen stun thing for a while, but yep. then once he had that few with Stone Cold, it was, I guess it was done. Yeah. Even though he still uses the stunner. Uh, but it just seems like he went back to his old gimmick. and Just fight, talk if, shit. That's almost oh. like if John Cena went back to the basic thugonomics thing, or if, uh, who else had a big Man, gimmick change? 
if Damien Priest went back to being the, the nightclub bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> Punishments. I was thinking about that today, you know, he's, his old music is like, dun, 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 dun. You know, he's on that infamy of archery or something like that. Archery, yeah. Infamy, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, KO and his old fight, just fight forever gimmick, so that's it works. Cool. Yeah. It works. It's yeah. simple, and it works, and it's believable. That's yeah. it. That mm-hmm. is it. But other than that, what was a good show? You guys agree? Yeah. Hmm? That's what I think. What was your thought about those women coming up? Or was that on SmackDown? Alba Fire and Ayla Dawn or something like that? Yeah, was that on Raw? That say. was SmackDown. Okay. Alba. Alba yep. yeah. Skip to But they, they did have Zoe Starks versus... Uh... Natalia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I didn't write it down. It's for the Money Bank qualifying match. I, I already knew that was going to was over to her. Her pop. Becky. Yeah, but it was expected. Well, then that was a good show. Well, I, I uh, it. didn't uh, Ricochet and Nakamura have that match too? Yeah, and then Bronson Reed yeah. Yeah. interfered. See, the last time I, w- I was in the Heart XL Center, and for, for whatever it was, Ricochet got a huge pop. Did he get one in Hartford? Or? He did. Yeah, yeah, but like a surprisingly was, big pop. Oh no, it wasn't because he got overshadowed by Nakamura. Oh, so yeah, Nakamura yeah. came out. Yeah, well, this is going nuts. Everybody oh. did not come out first. Not Ricky did. Then no, he could have been he, he could have been overshadowed with people saving their energy for Nakamura. Yeah, you know? he had a pop later on that yeah. night with Samantha in the hotel room. I'm pretty sure. Pop. Did <laughs> baby baby can't stop. He had a different land shark. <laughs> it. It the baby shark. Anyways, the that locker room going up. Fins up. Hose down. What's side? On to the next show, fellas. I'm going to switch up a little. Usually I go to SmackDown. I'm going to go with AEW. Really? Your favorite show? show. Yeah, my, fa- my favorite show. I watched a lot of wrestling this past week. I watched all of Dynamite. It was okay <laughs> but the thing that really caught my attention was mjf and adam cole's promo thank you i was hoping you'd go to that of course i was going to you had to yeah mjf is just a great talker it's like are you reading the script no it's like it's you different. got that shit embedded like what you were gonna say to this dude and you said everything and and this dude you uh talking bad about brick Britt Baker, yep. like she got his balls. Talking bad. Well, he really talked. He basically acknowledged him, saying, "Yeah, you were my, one of my favorites growing up." Yep. From when I changed the channel and I seen you on Ring of Honor and you were undisputed and basically, yeah. And just feeding off, you know, what the fans saying, talking about his body, and how he looks and whatnot, and he couldn't cut it. That's why Vince McMahon didn't want nothing to do with him. Yeah, being Keith Lee's manager. Keith Lee's manager. I, I'm good with a strawberry daiquiri. Also, <laughs> but it, it was a good promo back and forth, and I, I wish I, I discovered that promo. Actually, well, actually, I actually did watch it live. So, but uh, I was not in a place where I was able to like really pay attention to it. But just uh, uh, it was very surprising. It was very yeah. It was a great promo between a battle between the two, using a lot of insider knowledge that. You either knew did, about did, or didn't I didn't know. know. He called me off. Uh, Adam Cole called me off guard and said, let's go backstage right now and take a piss. Uh, piss yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yo, I was like, hold on. Yeah, what? Yeah. Because like. <laughs> he was like, yo, you don't <laughs> you don't go from like this to pause. <laughs> I mean, MJF is in great shape. He is in great shape, but you know. but he does work out, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, well, I was like. <laughs> Get all that stuff from GNC. 
And, and MJF, again, with, with his facial reactions, just like, simple. Yeah. Just simple, just like a, like, oh, is this real? <laughs> like, you don't know, like, hey. he's got a soul, like, MJF be perfect for the 80s. Oh, yes. Attitude era. That, that's something. He, he can fit in. We talked even before we even decided making a podcast, we're like, what is missing in wrestling? Selling. Selling, selling, selling. You say it all the time. You're tired of seeing his Canadian Destroyers and all this other crap, and just boom, back to the next move. Sell! Got to. 30 seconds. That's all you need. 30 seconds. MGF was not lying. We said he is one of the greatest workers, definitely one of the greatest talkers. Yes. He is, I forgot how he said it, but talking about the dog collar match. Yep. Basically, he had one of the greatest four-way matches. I agree. One of the best Iron, Iron, Man, Iron Man match. Like, which I went back to rewatch because I was dude, sleeping. Yeah, this dude, <laughs> man, like, I didn't think, honestly, pause, he's going to go an hour, but he did, he find a way, and it worked out. If he keeps going the way he does, he will go down. He's innovative. Yeah, he will be in the Mount Rushmore. For AEW. Next, the Big Swole and uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc. You don't think he can uh, all professional wrestling? Don't know. Well, Maybe he has a long enough career. Anything, anything's possible. Anything's no. possible in AEW. Anyway, <laughs> it really is. Just use the same cadence for the this podcast and, and any sentence. I would like to have the grilled cheese. <laughs> Does he really talk like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> so yeah, like Abel said, anything is possible in AEW. Just like we're finally going to get Brian Danielson Okada. <sighs> I am looking forward to that match. I called Donald. I said, yeah, I'm going to order that. Yes. Like I said, yeah, I'll, I'll host that one. As Ray would say, cool, Ray. Sign me up. Yes. That's it. Sign us all up. I am, I am looking forward to that match. Right? That's something. That wasn't the match I thought we were going to get, but it is the match we want and need. <laughs> Brian wanted to work in Japan for the longest time. And yes. He's finally getting Bring it. Japan to him. Yeah. Through the forbidden door. Bring Japan to him and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Hopefully a, everybody got their work visas to go to Canada. That's I think like, customs uh, is nicer in, for from Japan. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm definitely looking forward to that match. I'm also looking forward to Osprey and um, Kenny, oh, Kenny round two. Well, we'll talk about predictions in another podcast, but <laughs> woo boy, them two matches alone, like oh. you got me sold. Like I'm willing to pay the sixty dollars to. If you haven't something. watched Will Osprey, look him up. I'm telling you right now, you're not missing out. You will. Well, you are missing out. <laughs> what do I say, man? You 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 missing out. You miss, missing you out. Stay that way. You'll miss out a lot. Like I, I know, I know some people. You know, when Jay Briscoe died, like they were like never seen a Briscoes match. Oh. And it's unfathomable to me. Is that a word of the week? Unfathomable. That's that's your word of the week. That's your word. Um. That they've never seen a Briscoe match, and I it's unfathomable to me that you've never seen a Briscoe match. And it's like, well, unless you watch Ring of Honor, because that's primarily where they were, yeah. then yeah, you would never have seen a Jay Briscoe match. You might have heard of them, or Jack and Jerry Briscoe, <laughs> <laughs> Briscoe Brothers, Body Shop, Body Shop, Shop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget about them, Briscoe, Jack and Jerry Briscoe, yeah. So, other than that. Jungle Boy and the Hook took on Lance. Oh, Vance Arch. What's his name? What's his name? What's yeah, his name? Van, Van, uh, no, 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 not Lance Arch. No, it's Vance Ten. It's Preston Vance. Preston Vance. Vance. Yeah. yeah, Preston Vance. He's and Jalisco. And Jalistico. 
What was his match? Trillistico? Like, what's his name? Nah. I don't know, like... Tony Otani? Yeah, um... Is there a robbery going on? Like, I go watch faithfully AEW, but what's going on? Like, they advertise as one of the key main events, but... I, I don't even know where that what, came from. Like, where did this come from? Like, what happened with since, uh... Last pay-per-view AEW had? See, when Dom didn't watch Dynamite yet, but I had, and I told Dom that there's going to be a match on that show that you're not going to like, right, for the reasons that you don't like <laughs> AEW, which is why... Which is... That they have matches where there's seemingly no storyline present. They're just having a match, even with a gimmick, for no, seemingly no reason. Now, I yeah, I watch AEW week to week and all and Rampage most of the time, and I can't specifically recall what feud if they're having to have a Texas death match or whatever they had Texas tornado match, hardcore match. Yeah, uh, I couldn't think of one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jungle Boy just got off a, a, a yeah. four-way uh, four yeah, yeah. to go tag team with Hook one week later. It's I was like, so confused. If it was just a regular tag match, sure, but it's like they had like a death match, and it's kind of, it's kind of like... It made no sense what? to me. What? And then Preston Vance bled like a... Like John Moxley. Like Moxley, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Um, you can't just throw a match. Well, so the action was good, like all AEW matches tend to be, but there was no point to yeah. seemingly no point to it. And I'm like... Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, I, see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, I was like, oh, not going to like I'm, to see that. I and I'm watching. I'm like, what is going Why on? Why am I watching this? Yeah, I agree. Because, no, because that's one thing I can agree on. I'm like, I was like, damn, should I watch Rampage last week to see what was going on? No. <laughs> like, I didn't know what was going on. I agree. On. I was like, mm, no. I'm like, it make no sense. Was it for no title or nothing? Well, let's look at the right side. The main event: Ricky Starks, absolutely Ricky Starks, and uh, Switchblade Jay White. Um, that but that they've had a feud going yeah. on for a while. That yeah, makes, I that makes that. sense. Yeah. yeah, and what's up with the Gun Club? They're gonna join Bullet Club Gold. Gun Club. Ever since they came out with a real rap song, they've been going downhill ever since. Many men, <laughs> two men, the Gun Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But one thing I did enjoy was the BCC versus Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that. Who who's in Chaos? Chaos, Rocky Romero with the eye patch. Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta. Yes, yes. Chaos is a uh, faction from New Japan Pro Wrestling, head, uh, led by the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada, uh, and featuring uh, also featuring Will Ospreay at one point in time. Also featuring the current uh, New Japan Tag Team Champions Goto and uh, this other guy with the cane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Chaos has been around; has been a faction in New Japan for a very long time, and. Uh, they just, they're just an American contingent with the best friends and uh, Rocky Romero. Okay. There were a lot of Rapungi Vice. Yeah, Rapungi Vice. I remember Rapungi Vice. Rapungi. Yeah. I do remember Chaos, but it was what? LIJ as well out there. And they're still around. I mean, I used to watch Dragon Gate USA, and like two of the guys that were in it were uh, the Kentucky Gentleman, Ch- Chuck Taylor, and uh, Chuck John Moxley. So I'm like, hey, it's a Dragon Gate USA reunion, you know? Only you would think that. Only I would think that because only I watched it. <laughs> I was always just a Russell Conn match. What's in a lifetime? The Matt Hitchcock Memorial Super Show, WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> so, uh, Danielson was on commentary for that match, and after the match, Danielson's a trip. It's going to be yeah, he's, the Elite with Hangman and the, the Bucks. Bucks of Youth. The Hung Bucks. Pause. <laughs> versus BCC. <laughs> Any stipulation for that match? I don't know if I missed it, it or not. It probably will be. The stipulation is that they are who they are, and they're going to tear it up. Yep. For sure. And the referee's going to say, oh, yep, get him back in the ring. I'm I, not going to look. I don't have it in my notes, but I did a quick glance. What the fuck are they doing with Arbery and K? 
Karen Garrett? I why are they try? Why I they think try, I missed that. Why are they trying to have? It was on Rampage. Why are they trying to have this chick wrestle Karen Jarrett for? Her? I don't know. Why can RB cut a better promo than some of these wrestlers in the, in the locker room right now? I didn't see it, but was it? Well, Karen well, Jarrett, seen, yeah. Karen really? Jarrett smashed yeah. guitar on uh, the pay per view. Oh yeah, right? yeah, I know that. You know, and why is Aubrey wrestling? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Why? Why couldn't Mark Briscoe find? I mean, uh, ODB. One dirty Briscoe. She was part of the Briscoes at one bam, point. Bam. <laughs> happy birthday! Birthday was the other day. Oh, happy birthday, ODB. Uh, met her at a slam anniversary in Boston. Met her at lockdown. Real, real cool. I met her at uh, Bourbon Street, WrestleMania weekend. She used to sell this. Uh, this. You still got the food truck? Nah, did that shit catch on fire? Yeah, but she got a new one. Thing. I know she had a GoFundMe for this shit. Yeah, I think uh, she got a new one. Uh, Where you gonna find the truck? Burning the meat. <laughs> But yeah, you could have had ODB or another unsigned uh, new wrestler uh, to the loaded AEW roster, but uh, they're going to have a, a six-person tag team match featuring uh, Karen Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal versus Mark Briscoe, Aubrey Edwards, and Papa Briscoe. What? Are they having that? I did see something they teased about yeah. Papa Briscoe. Yeah, he, uh, Mark announced his special... Person and that was uh, Papa Briscoe. So wow. yeah, that's gonna be the match. It's crazy because Aubrey was like, Cinematic? I can't wrestle you because I am a referee. Yeah. But if I see you at catering or if I see you in the hotel lobby, it's on, bitch. Like, ooh, I'm like, oh, okay, Aubrey. Yeah, well, uh, yeah this, this might go. That's gonna be a cinematic. There's no way you're gonna throw that on live TV. Shoot. Hit it with no, I mean, Papa Briscoe. He, he, they, I think he had a match of final battle with. Uh, with Dembo leash or some shit? No, 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 it was in the ring. It wasn't. It was before the cinematic stuff. So he would not. He, he just did a spot or two. He's fine. You know, he was yeah. a nice guy. I saw him at Field of Honor once. And so you're basically gonna have three wrestlers with three other people just sitting there. Maybe, maybe it's not gonna be Jay Lethal. Maybe it's gonna be you know Sanjay Dutt, Sanjay, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Angle. Then you have two non-wrestlers on each side, uh, and a wrestler in between the two. I mean, Papa Briscoe is not really a wrestler, but... No, 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 I mean, Mark Briscoe is the wrestler. Papa Briscoe and Aubrey as the non-wrestlers in that match. On that one side. And the other side, the non-wrestlers, Karen Jarrett and uh, Sanjay Dutt, even though he is a wrestler. He's a wrestler, yeah. But he's retired, maybe. That's going to be tough to watch, but... Uh, no, Jay Lethal, I mean, come on, listen. Jay Lethal took a, a passed-out Ric Flair to a two-star match hey, sir. last summer. Look up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> sir. You know... So, if Ric Flair, at his uh, beyond retirement age, trusted Jay Lethal to do that, Jay Lethal can carry anything, yes. anyone, any broomstick to a uh, entertaining match. Give that man a title. Lethal? Yeah. The title is... He, has, he does have a title. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hoping, hoping it would come to us. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's lackey. Unfortunately. Well, some people, you know, some people aren't even familiar with Jay Lethal that much. They know he's the Black Machismo guy. That's it. And it's like, man, he had a hell of a run in Ring of Honor hell yeah, as yeah. the world champion. Him, him, and Seth Rollins at the same time. Like, these guys are competing right now at the right now at the for the best wrestler in the world um, at that time. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. one got more shine because of the <laughs> show. Seth Rollins revolved around, and came back as the world champion, and uh, Jay Lethal is uh, a fighting uh, referee, maybe. Alright, my final AEW topic. Yeah. Your boy. Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, another announcement. 
at AEW Collision on June 17th. The main event is going to be FTR and CM Punk versus Samoa Joe, Jay White, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Juice Robinson. Uh, Do you, I mean, isn't, isn't it good to have a, a person? Everyone is smooth and polished on TV. Here's someone different. Who's someone? Here's someone who isn't as smooth and as polished. Maybe by design. Actually, I'm talking about by design. Yeah, you know. It takes time, man. I mean, if people looked at the first couple of episodes we had, Oof. Ray was Ray was on point. Man, just cheating the camera. <laughs> <laughs> a little awkwardly. Remember, like DDP. Yeah. The positivity page, whatever it's called. <laughs> he just. I mean, that's not even. Hey guys. That's not even his most cringeworthy moment. The most cringeworthy moment that I can recall for TK is uh, after Nyla Rose won the the title and he wanted to hug her and Nyla Rose had like like legit I'm pretty sure had no idea how to react. Like she's a heel. Yeah. And, and Tony Khan's like, Alright and he's just hugging her and Nyla's just like <laughs> She's trying to keep you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't know what to do. Probably in like real life she'd be like, Oh thanks, da da yeah. but she knows she's on camera and she's yeah. a heel and it's like <laughs> Tony's only hugging her. Right? Like don't don't I mean, break character. I mean he's a hugger. You know. Hey. Uh, it, seemed, it seemed like they hyping up Collision more than Forbidden Door because we only got two matches and Collision. Oh, Collision's on its way up. Collision is this Saturday. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, Forbidden Door is in two weeks. They only got two matches announced so far. Somehow. I mean, you've already bought the pay per view based yeah. on two I matches. Know, I know, but still, I want to see who else it sells itself. Um, we'll, we'll see, but I, but Collision is I don't think it's going to have the matches featured on Dynamite that are currently in the ring. They can announce Collision matches on Dynamite, but the feuds that are building. On um, Dynamite, I don't think they will be at Collision. I think they're going to build for Forbidden yeah. Door. I think Thunder Rose is coming back soon. For, she is. I think she's still hurt. Tony, I think that's why Tony's got the belt, too. Granted, maybe Jamie Heater probably did get hurt. Don't next, next week, don't they have like a, a gauntlet match? Whoever yeah. was that going to fight? Well, that was, on, that was on Rampage. Yep, that was on um, It was uh, Brit, Dr. Britt Breaker, DMD. Oh, she won? Nyla Rose. Oh, um, Blue. Uh, what's her name? Sky Blue. From Ray Honor. Mercedes Martinez. Yep. I forgot all about her. I'm yeah. like, damn, this chick came out of uh, Sky Blue won. Um, really? So she's going to face oh, yeah, next week. Tony Storm on uh, Dynamite. I'm or sorry. And, uh, I love you, Sky, but I'm oh, sorry. Reach for the sky, boy. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Take a bite out of that. I would, too. Face in queen? Yes. Yep, My number please. one. <laughs> just, I'll just Deep dish. I'll cover her tattoo. <laughs> Chicago's own. Chicago's own. <laughs> Deep dish. Sky blue. <laughs> well, since you're talking about blue, it's time to talk about the blue brand on Friday nights. We're going to talk about SmackDown and how it kicked off with Paul Heyman and Solo in the ring. And Paul Roman Reigns. Jay Uso came out and <laughs> Paul Heyman said, basically got to make a decision, but the tribal chief is trying to groom you to be the next tribal chief. We want you to have the suits, eat the good lobster and shrimp and all I mean, that stuff. Roman don't wear suits. And, yeah, he ain't shit. And, uh, you know. That's you know, so, so great. You get yourself a United States title match. Such a slimy Paul Heyman. Like, like, what you gonna do? And he took the title match and, yeah. you know, so, so we'll just sit looking there and you let Paul hanging. He didn't shake his hand. I, I get it. You don't want. Where's this storyline going? It is going exactly where it's supposed to go. The bloodline is crumbling from within. Speaking of bloodline, I have the bloodline 
OG t-shirt I got from the Usos daddy. They got Rikishi, got Roman, got Umaga, got the Usos, and got the Tribal Chief himself, Roman Reigns. John, who you got? I have a TNA celebrating 10 years t-shirt so that and I think they just celebrated the 21st year or something Brand like new. that. But uh, yeah, this is, so TNA, 10 years, and uh, I wore it. Uh, the reason why I, I chose this shirt today is because someone in our party just <laughs> just got an Impact Plus subscription to check out some things, <laughs> so I thought it was fine to wear an Impact TNA wrestling shirt, just to egg them on. Yes, I subscribed to TNA because I want to watch what's going on with the product, plus I want to see the origins of the main event mafia. I do remember that, but I want to see how they factions. Yeah, Main Event Mafia was dope. And I want to see Joker's thing. Like, I don't know that one. I don't remember. I don't remember It that. was so quick and vivid to me. I, I got to go back. You know yes. what? You're going to probably have me subscribe. It's crazy. They have, you know, sure. mad WWF wrestlers, WWE wrestlers and whatnot. And they did some good stuff. And I want to see. I got to give you a process for that. And someone say, some respect. respect. Booker T. Respect. Respect. <laughs> That's the first high-definition episode of Impact in 2008. Look it up. It's crazy. As much as I don't like Christian, I was texting earlier about Christian. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait, <laughs> the first one went for the Legends Championship yeah. and Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, um, I know that belt most for being Rob Terry's uh, uh, intern or T television title because it cha- it just became a belt that Booker T invented, mm-hmm. and then they try to legitimize it. Even Devon Dudley had it for a while. I, I remember that. And it just got passed around, and I forgot who like Sonny did. With. Sunny days. <laughs> Sunny side of the ring. <laughs> Over easy. Oh, he was too. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll tell him who you got. Uh, rest in peace to Jimmy Rave. Uh, I got this at, uh, was it, moment to Dallas. I've had this shirt for a long time. I mean, with all the deaths, you know, you got to, they say they go in threes, unfortunately. We are in a three. It wasn't it was chic. We we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Uh Miles Pass in the wrestling community. Uh Billy Graham. Billy Graham. It's a dusty road. <laughs> Superstar Billy Graham, uh Iron Sheik and uh, uh Jimmy Ray a couple years ago. <laughs> you know I don't wanna say what Goldberg would say, but, but uh, we're gonna leave <laughs> What Goldberg would say. Who's, Who's next? next? <laughs> we're gonna leave it at that. Oh, but just, oh, we're going to hell. Just, just a moment before we get to uh, recent events. Uh, Jimmy Rave, you know, he was uh, primarily, he was in Ring of Honor. He was in TNA Impact. Rock Rave Infection. Um, I remember that. But in, he, in Ring of Honor around 2006, he was in the embassy with Prince Nana, and they had a bigger group, which featured uh, the Monster Abyss at one point in time. Really? Damn, embassy's still around, too. Yeah. Um, Prince Nana won't give that up. And, Respect uh, for that. Respect. Respect. <laughs> and well, his, Jimmy Ray's entrance was he would come out and he was uh, the crown prince of the embassy. You should shower him with gifts, as Prince Nana would say, because, uh, you know, Prince Nana was from Ghana, also from Ghana, West Africa, and he was royalty, right? And so shower the crown jewel of the embassy with gifts, and, they would, and the fans would throw toilet paper rolls in the ring. And I don't know if you've seen, like, in ECW, like when they all had the Al Snow, the mannequin heads, they threw them all in the ring. Oh, man. Terry Funk threw all the chairs in the ring. They threw all the toilet paper in the ring for Jimmy Rave's entrance. Wow. And that was fun. I'd have been mad if I had to use the bathroom. And if it happened during the pandemic in the early days. <laughs> what waste, Quilted Northern. Trump. 
I love the Puerto Ricans. They're great. Here you go. Here's your, here's your bounty. Here's another bounty for you. Another bounty for you. I love the Puerto Ricans. Tacos. That's... The Iron Sheep passed away recently. I was gonna get to that a little later. We still have to talk about SmackDown. And, uh, and uh, they mentioned SmackDown, Baba Hatuli. Uh, uh, SmackDown was pretty good. No, it was. It was pretty good. I had to do the Sheiky. No, yeah, on SmackDown they you know they aired a nice tribute video for the Iron Sheik. Yes. Something else, there? Yeah, what else? We're talking about SmackDown. Man. Oh, I think you want to talk about Sheik. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll get to Sheik later. <laughs> All right. So. Ronda Rousey and Shayna, they came out with a tag title. They had Alba, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Man, that's a tongue twister right there. Yeah. Basically, going to unify wish. the the, women, <laughs> the women's tag title for NXT. Yeah. They're going to merge them. Yeah. And that was gonna as, as they should. Yeah. I mean, the, the NXT tag tag titles then came after the Shane. women's titles, right? Uh. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah. the original women's tag titles were all Wait. branded. Because Shayna said she was the first one with the NXT women's tag, right? Wasn't she the first one? She No, they made those belts because they didn't have any women to go after her, so they just made tag team. That's what she said. I don't. I don't know. That's what she said. I'd be surprised if they beat them. Who? Alba and... Uh, I don't see that, but... but oof. I think Ronda and Shayna are going to... They, I, like I said last week, they just need to dominate. Yeah. yeah. Dominate the whole it, damn division. Like, well, no, well, she was on, that was on SmackDown. Um, but, yeah, Ronda Rousey, it's like... Like not earning, I mean, not earning your paycheck. I'm, I'm sure because you know, I'm sure she has a big contract and she's just ba- essentially doing nothing. Yeah. And she's not. No one. I mean, she's getting some heat, but not like she's not in the main program and she's not doing much of anything. I know she was I injured. Think I think that's by design, though, too. I think she's purposely not trying to be in the spotlight because all the true. Thing. Yeah. Because I've seen how she is with the media and how you know for some reason when you're a celebrity you get sensitive like. To me, you know what you're getting yourself into. I'm sorry. It Basically. sucks. Yeah, but she's paying, being paid so much and not, you know, not being worth it. You know, not not making good on the terms of a deal. I mean, that's not her fault per se, no. but that's just the booking. Um, so maybe, in a, maybe she, yeah, she can't handle the pressure of being a top superstar. Maybe. Um, so just to get, make the best of a situation. All right, we'll still use her, put her in a less profile position, and. There she is on the TV. You know, if you like Ronda Rousey, if you're into that, you see your name on the marquee uh, or on the TV guide, she you got, tune she, in. She got heat. They boo the hell out of her, too. I'm sorry, yeah. but if you know that, play into it. Fuck these guys. Like, yeah. you don't like me because I'm famous and I came from another world? Too bad. She did She did that in, her, in some, like, she, that's her, one of her strengths is, like, yeah. snide remark promos. I, I kind of like that because... No, yeah. yeah. She's the, a badass. The, the fact that we're... We're, we're marks. We all want to know what's what's going on in the locker room. <laughs> we want to know the dirt. Give me the dirt, baby. Speaking of the dirt, they had money in the bank qualifying match between Bailey and um, Mi Chen, Mi and Yin. You know what that was going on. Bailey won. Mi Chan. Mi Chan. Mi Chan. And after the match, anyway, AJ Styles on commentary, but after the match, yeah. um, Scarlett carrying across his wife. T- <laughs> to the top COVID she uh yo they said she, uh, I seen on uh, <laughs> Instagram they said she took the ashes from New York City and blew the face <laughs> <and I'm fucking laughs> <laughs> oh that red dust <laughs> oh, oh. that funny you 
guys don't know what's going on in the Northeast. It just it was a what, big ass fire broke out. It's, a, it's from New York too. That's funny. There's a big Canadian wildfire, <laughs> and the, the the smoke and the ashes and the bad air came to it. New York City. Oh, came the New to Connecticut. Don't believe it. They're like, that's not real. Come on, man, bro. Red Dawn. There's only yeah. so much conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Stop. It was funny as hell when I seen that. I think Clifford the Big Red Dog was shedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That was pretty funny. But, anyways, Bailey's in the, no, in the Money in the Bank match. Mm. And as for women's, we see Bianca Belair talking to Adam Pierce backstage saying she want her rematch. Yeah. Adam Pierce granted her a rematch. Which... Don't, don't come out. Oscar's going to get presented a new title. Asuka gets her new title, doing her little yep. strut, whatever she's doing. Asuka being Asuka. Asuka being Asuka. Got the brand new WWE Women's Championship, the white and gold. Same belt as always, but it's still a nice belt. Mm-hmm. It looks good. But then, the queen makes her return. Woo! Looking good as ever. Yep. Tall as hell, especially with them heels on. Yep. I don't know why she needs it. She already stand above everybody else. One thing, she caught me off guard. I'm like, all right. She said that she wants that title. Why does she get pointed at the old title? I was asking. She yeah. did that shit twice. I'm like, what is that about? Like, I want that title. Like, what? Was it, was it blue? No, it was red. It was right? red. So what is she trying to say about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm like, girl, you want the gold? The gold will be on you. Match your watch. But you want that title? Yeah, like, you want both to be like Roman? So she can say I'm the <clears throat> double champion again? Sure, a miscommunication. Yeah. Oh, it, it was cool. Asuka missed the miss, but I kind of wish Bianca ran out. I'm like, well, hold on, bitch. Like, no, this is She made this a is deal. Fine. Yeah, she... Yeah. She Charlotte ruined it for us. Why not? Come out there. Like, well, no, they, they, I'm, I'm next in line. They came back to that, and I, I yeah, back, exactly what yeah, happened. Back, yeah, backstage, she's like, oh, yeah. she going to get hurt, but you going to get yours too. Like, nah, run out there. You're sniffing yeah. a heel Go turn. Out there. And you could have finally teased... Charlotte and Bianca, another time. Non-title. Ti- sorry, non-title. All right, not whoever, wins, whoever wins this, gets to face Asuka. You can even do that SummerSlam triple threat match. Oof. What would you rather save Bianca and Charlotte for a title match instead of just a, a number one contenders match? You don't You don't throw that out on TV. Although, you could do that well, and I then re- do, come back to it as a change match. So, yeah, yeah. AEW's got maybe one show and one pay-per-view every four nah, months. Nah, I'm just saying, that, that'd be a good quality main event match for a SmackDown. With a commercial break. Picture in picture. Or you could do first match. No commercials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I tune in. Yeah. No problem. Let them get 25. YouTube exclusive. Yeah. Let them get 25. But that SmackDown women's roster, it's, it's, it's loaded. loaded. Especially with Charlotte and Bianca on there. I think they br- and Ronda. You want to? Well, yeah. we got Ronda's not gonna get the title anytime soon. I'm just saying. I feel like they brought her back because of everything going on in the locker room with all the t- injuries and the um, girls getting yeah, pregnant. Yeah. So they were like, "All right, Charlotte, come back. We need <laughs> you." Like, all right, get off the beach, girl. <laughs> Your poppy's back. You come back. All right, let's go. They lost Alexa, who hasn't really been around. They lost Carmella, who hasn't been around. So they didn't really lose anyone. I think. Yeah, that's true. So, but still, that that takes away from the depth in the um, roster. Hey, what about Lacey Evans, Sergeant Lacey Evans? She's yeah. not doing anything. She's not they, pregnant she right now. Yeah, they got two back. shows. They got some stuff coming up. So it was time for Charlotte to come back. So Honestly, I thought she would come back after Money in the Bank, to be honest with you. Because you got to build her up for SummerSlam. Oh, maybe they wanted her in London. So. Yeah. New London. Come on then. <laughs> Woo! It's the Wailing City. Yeah, she ain't coming down here. <laughs> down where? 
Down here. <laughs> All right, guys. Main event time. Austin Theory versus Jay Uso for the United States Championship match. Uso is over, man. He it could be his time so, to shine. So he's main event Jay Uso. Main event right. Jay Uso. It was good. I, I knew he wasn't gonna win the title, obviously. No. Yeah, but he he came out and usually if a tag tag wrestler comes out as a single, you're just like okay, but no, really Jay really like, owned up to it yeah. as a single this time. So that was it was interesting to see. Uh, Austin Theory, uh, you know, not, not the biggest fan of him. Austin Theory, he don't do nothing. But yeah, it's like man, great look, man. Yeah, his goatee is god awful though. <laughs> Actually, it, it suits him. It, it, it makes him like a better heel. He, when he had the baby face with the chin hair like you have, and it. <laughs> it was nothing special. Talk about heels. <laughs> like my man Dan Math. Heel for life. Oh, man. But nah, um, Jay had a good chance, but Pretty Deadly came out, interfered. Then Jimmy came out, clean house. They had to say, oh, they're associates of Austin Theory. I'm like, why is Pretty Deadly? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm like, like, wait, did I miss something? The but gun guess- club is out? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I can say, I have not, like, for the last, you know, a couple of years, I, like, I don't watch NXT, but I did tune in here or there, and the only act that I was really into was Pretty Deadly, so I agree. I'm, I'm glad they're on the main roster right now, and uh, when they're on TV, I'll tune in for sure. They're a different act that, that you just don't see from other people. And, I, like, their debut match, I, I did not watch, but I saw a clip of, uh, I think, the finish, the blonde guy. He, he had the, the Andre in the rope spot. Chess hairs. And then he got out of it and did a, a fake, you know, double-team spot. Then he went back in the rope. was like, oh, I'm still stuck. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. I, I gotta give him a chance. I gotta see. I, you know, I'm a, t- a tag team wrestling fan, so. They look like the Beverly Brothers. Yeah. Uh, somebody, I think one of the Beverly Brothers' birthday was the other day. Mike Bloom. Maybe in Minnesota. Mick Foley's birthday. Yeah, recently. Mick Foley's birthday. Bang, bang. All right, back to the Usos, though, before we get on this long rant. Sure. Ray's not here. We ain't doing it today. <laughs> so. Huh? <laughs> like a steak. But um, Jimmy came, and he accidentally super kicked his brother when he yeah. was hot. And accidentally. So is Jimmy also undecided right now, or, or I thought he stuck? No. no actually, no, Jimmy. He's, he's excommunicado. Jimmy is on the outs. Jay is the one who's yeah, unknown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was a little confused Jay's there. still in. Jimmy's out. And Solo came out and he took out Jimmy. Hope not. Yeah. And then... Hope not, because that'd be bad for the bloodline if he's out. Another brick in the wall. What they need to do. Uh, Roman's going to be on SmackDown next week, but it's, it's time to have a bloodline intervention. It's Wait. time to get Daddy, get Kishi up to wherever they go in there and have him fight it out. Samoan style. Oof. Whatever that is. Hey, brother. <laughs> Yeah, and they put the graphic up for Roman Reigns being there next week on SmackDown. And 1,022? 1,022 days. That'll be five more days till he passes. Pedro Morales. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, uh, anyway. One of the longest reigning WWE champions. Four! Number four. Who he beat? Seriously, who he beat? Stan Stasiak, I think. Me? Me, Daddy? <laughs> Uh, Stan the man stays there. I think he beat uh, Backlund. No. No. No? No, that was Face to face would not not at that time. Um, Could have been... Uh, well, he's getting closer to Hogan. That's all I know. Now you got me thinking. No, uh, so <laughs> title lineage time. Uh, yeah, that's a little tough. But uh, 
I think who is it? Stan Stasiak? Who'd he? Stan Stasiak? Who'd he beat? Uh, or did he beat Pedro Morales? <laughs> then who beat Stan Stasiak? I don't know. You know what? Might have been. It doesn't matter who they beat because it's all in the history books. Google it. Wikipedia. WWE Network it. Bing it. Cock it. Bing. You know what? And you know what? We are going to talk about a former champion, the Iron Sheik, who passed away earlier this week at the age of, was it, 81? 81. 81 years old. Abe, what you got for Sheik memories? Uh, even though we weren't alive, but I went back to watch the match where Hogan actually beat him for the title for the first time, where Hulkamania finally started. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Sheik, there would be the Hulkamania. It is Seriously. so true. Seriously. There is no good guys without bad guys, and that was the ultimate bad guy. She, even when, uh, I think it was WrestleMania 7 when he came with, uh, with Slaughter. Man, that should dope. Yo, <laughs> whew. That man. Yo. Oh, man. Talk about heat. Yo. Yo, they, ha- they had to, because WrestleMania 7 originally was going to be in the L.A. Coliseum, which is the outdoor venue. Yeah, they had to take They had out. to move it inside to the L.A. Forum? Sports Arena. Sports Arena, whatever it was, because, yo, they were receiving... Death threats and bomb threats because Sergeant Slaughter turned on America and all yeah. that stuff. But that's yeah. kayfabe. Yeah, that's not true. Slaughter, Slaughter. Well, no, Slaughter, no, Slaughter said he had death. Yeah, like he, he was receiving yeah. messages like he, could, he couldn't go home. He yeah. couldn't go grocery shopping or anything. They had to physically do They're everything big. for him. For this months. is this is tomato and tomato. But the other story, the other side of the coin, that is the official WWE story that they were receiving bomb threats and it was an outdoor venue and that's why they moved it to a more secure location indoors. The other story is... Couldn't sell tickets. They couldn't, they, <laughs> they couldn't sell tickets because the LA Coliseum is huge. It is. And, but they could fill in the smaller LA Sports Arena, whatever it's actually called. They could f- fill out that. Yeah, Mania wasn't what it is yeah. today. It, uh, back then, it was slow. still building. They just were. like we're slowly building. Yeah. So you use that for an excuse? Oh, yeah, we were seeing death threats and bomb threats. <laughs> K-Frame, yeah. Couldn't sell tickets. The, the best example of this, yeah. is, which shocked me when I first discovered it, was like the old... Um, Blue style steel cages in WWF. It's like, why did they transition from like you know the typical fence that you yeah. see in the world? Like, oh, that's a steel cage now. It's like, okay, that makes sense. But growing up, it's like, no, we were used to that big blue bar stuff. And it's like, yeah, right. Like, why the kayfabe reason why they had the blue bars as a cage was because oh, the camera lens had to fit inside the bars, so the bars were bigger. Yeah. It's like, oh, that makes sense. And that was from, like, classy Freddie Blassie who said, oh, you should make a cage with bigger bars so the camera lines have been in there. That's kayfabe. That's fake. The real reason is because big fat guys like King Kong Bundy couldn't <laughs> scale, couldn't climb the fence, the old, you know, the... The, the little chain-link the, fences. The chain-link yeah. fence. <clears throat> they could climb the uh, the big blue bar stuff. That's why they made that it. That makes sense. You know, Big John Stud, you know, the... Yeah, Hogan. Well, all one the man time. gang, Hogan. They, you know, not little. Speaking of big asses, shouldn't be in the damn cage anyway. How, how do you feel about the old WWE way of um, cage matches where you escape to win? That's how it should be. Really? As a baby face? I'm well, not a fan of it. The idea, so there's the two sides, like, it seems wimpy for a baby face to leave the cage, to escape the cage to win. You're a baby face. Why are you running away from a situation? Yeah. The, the way you flip that is. You know, you have a, a really serious blood feud. You fight in a cage where the heel can't escape. Yep. You beat him so bad that, all right, I've had enough of him. And then he walks out. That's the Bruno Sammartino cage match. Yeah. And that makes sense yeah. also. Not not the cowardly faced Hulk Hogan running away. Well, I can't. King Kong Bunny, oh, no, let me get away from you and I escape the cage. I don't see it that way. No. I think it's perspective. I agree. That, so. that 
that's the older I got, I was like, why is he running away? Yeah. Like, I, even Ho- uh, Austin, I was like, damn, you you really... No, actually, that's different, because when he went against Vince, he got thrown into the cage by Paul yeah, White. Yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I, I saw it the way it was told. It was sold as, oh, I beat my opponent so bad, he's done, and I had enough of him. I'm going to walk away. Basically, you did your own referee stoppage. It's kind of like an action movie where, you know, the bad guy... It's like uh, Batman... I mean, I think he did kill Joker in the first movie. <laughs> but, <laughs> Tim you know, yeah. but, you know, Batman punching the, the hell out of the Joker, and it's like, oh, one more blow, and, like, he'll kill the Joker. And it's like... You know, now you've had enough or something. I'm gonna send you to prison instead of killing you. Yeah. And then he lets him live. So Bruno leaving the cage, bloodying his opponent. Uh, that's the same mentality, I think. I agree. You know, so Bruno Sammartino is Batman. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got about um the Sheik? Um, the Iron Sheik. Um, of course, again, you know, he's before our times, really. Uh, my time, my time is now. <laughs> but the first real time I saw him was he was the manager for, with Bob Ackland uh, for the Sultan. Mm. You know the original Ooze. <laughs> um, I didn't know he was Ooze. And so I don't really have too. I don't really have any uh, memories of the Iron Sheik. I just knew he. I just knew his name. Obviously, his legend was. Uh, it was huge. You know, uh, same thing Abel said about him uh, dropping the title to Hogan. But he just wasn't really a wrestler in the era that I watched or in any of the matches I watched back. So, uh, But because, you know, when someone something like this does happen, when someone does pass, you're like, oh, I should check out a Superstar Billy Graham match. Um, I still do. I should check out an Iron Sheik match. And I do watch it. Cause I like, actually have. You know, I, the I, Billy I, Graham's? Yeah. His, his promos. Oh, my God. Yeah, the promos, yeah. But I just, Holy crap. In his matches, yeah. Well, no, because when you think about darn those, that era, we... <laughs> We're thinking about work rate. They didn't have work rate like that. Man, Superstar Billy Graham was a terrible wrestler. <laughs> but that's not the point. Back now. in the day, that wasn't that's what wasn't what sold tickets. Yeah, so. it's all about character. Said, Even he, to this day, he got a lot of character, just like the Sheik. She got a lot of character. But for me, Sheik was, I was you know I was a Hogan guy. Obviously, everybody at that time was a Hogan fan. Not Booby. He was a Hogan fan, but <laughs> I know he everybody was, you know all about America and. Hundred percent red, white, and blue, whatnot. But she, he was cool. Like you never seen, probably still to this day, you don't see the uh, camel clutch no more. No, not that like, one was not, dope. Not like that. Choke motherfuckers out with that shit. I don't really like it too much. Huh? Not no, the way Sheik did it. Yes, yes. because he really yeah, he's, he's, he he's sinks it in. He, yeah, yeah. But for someone like you know, uh, main event mafia member, uh, big Papa Pump uh, Scott Steiner. Like, so here, recliner, Steiner yeah. recliner. So Steiner has it on. Say Alex Wright. He's got the Steiner recliner, the camel clutch. Alex Wright's on. He's like, ah! He puts his shoulder off to tap the mat, and then he puts his arm back. Yeah, that. Yeah. I would say Mero, but you don't see Mero. So, Mero, he, he you will see pretty Mero. good too. He'll be on collision. He'll be. He's six nine too, but but yeah, now nah, the camel clutch is pretty good, and I also like his boots. Them boots is fire. I, I don't. I kind of like. And when Xavier I would wear those. Paying homage to him with the boots. Yes. I'm like, yo, I just want to kick somebody with them damn boots yeah. a couple times. Man. Thank you, Xavier, for reminding us about the sheep, man. Yeah, it was pretty I thought cool. I just saw the movie Elf. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> was Elf. Probably was Elf. But those shoes are pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was dope. And it's then, different. And then he paved the way for um, all the other... Heels. Heels, Indian, Arabian, whatever you want to call them. like Iranians? Well, basically all of... Uh, Muhammad, per- Muhammad Hassan. Persian. Yeah, Persian. Yeah, Persian, the Persian um, yeah. Meowth. 
and they evolved in Persian. This ain't Pokemon. This is the thing. evolution. Oh man. You got the Iron Sheik. We go from wrestling to Pokemon. Yeah, Iron Sheik. You got Muhammad Hassan. You gotta reference them all. Yeah. That's it. Gotta catch them all. You know Muhammad. <laughs> you know Muhammad Hassan was actually Italian. Yeah, that's what. That's, that's crazy. Mark Capone. Oh man, I seen a match. You did say the other day. Who's it? Wahoo. Oh, he's Italian. I watched the match on yeah. the man. Wahoo McDonald. Like, McDaniels. Wahoo McDaniels. Wow. Hey, oh, hey, oh. Uh, I see that. Giuseppe. <laughs> Giuseppe. <laughs> but to the Iron Sheik, Bubba, you'll be missed. And you were a big part of uh, the wrestling community. And, and to honor you, yeah. we'll close it out with this. Fuck you, Hulk Hogan. I'll break your back and humble you. <laughs> I ran number one. Alright, so we got another passing that took place eight years ago today. The American Dream Dusty Rose passed away. Ooh, man. Yeah. Eight years already. Can wow. you believe that? Has it been eight? Oh, eight years man. today. Like I said, still one of the most influential wrestlers of all time. The American Dream Dusty Rose. And, like, you know, not like one of his final wishes, but it's like he did not want to be remembered for being wearing polka dots. And every wrestler that pays tribute to him, including his, okay. including Dusty, Dustin Rhodes, they wear freaking polka dots. It's like, yeah. come on, this is not what he wanted. You know, thanks a lot for nothing, you know. Dusty, Dusty was a man. He, he was always working. Yeah. And he loved the business so much. He... All the guys you see at NXT who's on the main roster now, those are all his kids. I mean, it's, it's interesting. His, his reputation changed over time. You know, he was, he was uh, I don't know, lauded is the right word. That's the word. That's, that's yeah, that. that's the word. Uh, yeah. Break it down. L-A-U-D-E-D, lauded. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he was uh, famous for, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he was famous for the dusty finish. You know, uh, oh, they won the title. The referee, didn't, the original referee didn't see it. Yes. Reverse the call. You know that's the dust. That's the dusty finish, and it was overused, and they use it a lot, even throughout, throughout since it was invented, and that was a negative on his career. Oh, he's a bad booker, and uh, do you like the dusty finish when it's um, used against the heels, though, where they win the title and then they come back? Like, no, 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 no. It's effective when it's done rarely, but when yeah. Dusty was the booker, he used it a lot, almost yeah. all the time. Um, so his reputation was just up and down over the years, but only in recent times, um, his reputation was, uh, was enhanced and improved, uh, being as an NXT coach and trainer and uh, great for him, you know, and, um, he's, you know, WWE, they produce those great documentaries and they have, you know, ones like Roddy Piper and Superstar Billy Graham and Dusty Rhodes. And it was a great documentary and, you know, A&E, they had a, I think they had a biography as well. Yep. And uh, you just watch his work, and you're like, you know, man, he's another guy. Just, you know, he, he patterned himself after superstar Billy Graham, a guy who was 20 years too soon, right? Yes. Uh, so Dusty Rhodes was another guy just ahead of his time as well. And uh, Yeah, that you know. biography got me crying, I ain't gonna lie. It was tough. He ain't tell nobody that he was sick. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's that. It's a sad time, and Dusty Rhodes, you were a miss, and you're still acknowledged to this day. Yes. But he's, so just, a, he's just a common man. Common man. He really was a common man, though, if you think about it. Which means he's every man, everybody. Yeah. Don't be silly. Play with your willy. Whoa. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cody. <laughs> did, did, you, uh, did you hear Miz? Oh, Cody, you look dashing tonight. Yeah, I see him 
was, that was pretty funny. That was, that it, was it, funny. You know, Cody, caught on to that. Cody and Brock feuding now, and it's like, I just like to make these weird connections. You know, the last time they were together, sort of, was uh, WrestleMania 32, and he was Stardust in the ladder mat, the opening ladder match, and Brock was facing Dean Ambrose. You know, it's just yeah. like, and it's like, hey, Cody, you're a big star now, but back last time I saw you, you're in your freaking Stardust. You know? Yeah. So, hey, things change. Dusty Rhodes. It's one for you, too. Mm-hmm. Now it's you, too. Dusty Rhodes, baby. Yeah, we might as well pour some more. Yeah, a little bit. Un poquito. We got one more death anniversary. Jesus, Tom. That took place today. Everybody dies. Lance Archer. Nah. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. It was a sad day on Monday Night Raw. Vince mm. McMahon's limo. And Vince. Sad day. Please don't. don't. I, I don't want to talk about no, next no, week no. then. Yeah. <laughs> Vince blew yeah, up. Yeah, then the week after? Yeah, the week after. Who else is going <laughs> to. Say that for next week. Yeah! Chris Benoit offed himself and his family, and that storyline died with the limo. Oh. Vince was trying to finally get off TV and just do the whole backstage thing. Happen. and Vince, you're not going to get off TV. Chris Benoit messed that up. We know Paul London did. Paul London. <laughs> Giggling in the backstage, yeah. whatnot. Man. But, oh man, it's a. This is 2007 since that shit happened. Jesus Christ! I'll never forget that. I, shit. I, I remember that summer. That shit was crazy. Man. I mean, did you like the conspiracy theory about the whole Benoit thing too that we talked about? About uh, it might have been staged on uh, Benoit. Yeah, I remember. I had the book. I was reading the book and whatnot. By, by Matthew Rendasso. Anyway, all right, whatever. But <laughs> who knows? But. I know, it's, it's, over, it's such a bad situation. I mean, he was being followed by somebody. Or that was just the paranoia. That, I don't know, man. Because he had the CTA, CTE before his diagnosis, CTE. I said his brain was like a peanut. Or like a 81-year-old man with Alzheimer's or some shit yeah. that they were saying. Yeah. Sad. It's sad. Sad, sad. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> but like, like what Abel would say... What if Benoit didn't do what he did? What would happen with Vince? <laughs> where would we be at now in, in the world of professional wrestling? <laughs> well, you didn't mention who we really was going to mention. What if Magnum TA didn't get into that car accident? Exactly. That was my next topic. Happy birthday, Magnum TA. Turning 64 today. Just Thank had an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. His tragic story of him being the top, well, the number two babyface on the way of being the top guy and then... Rainy day, car got all driving like a maniac. Unfortunately, fucked up and yeah, but he's still here. Still here to tell a story. Thank God. Any Magnum stories you want to talk about? You know, uh, Magnum TA. You know, I mean, before the recent, you know, Dark Side of the Ring and uh, uh, that really right now. Um, a couple of years, many years back, I don't know how or why I came across it, but just watching some Magnum TA promos and some clips of some matches. And man, he was a freaking star. I mean, he was yes, he, he was gonna be the man. He looked like Tom Selleck. He was just unfortunate. He was that what probably, happened. He was probably gonna be Stone Cold before Stone Cold was even gonna be Stone Cold. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that for WCW's um, Stone Cold. So do do you know when when the thing accident happened? What year? Or eighty six, eighty six, eighty seven, something like that. Yeah. All right. I mean. It doesn't seem like it connects at all, but, you know, who would be the next upcoming babyface after that happened? And I I can't Sting. think of anyone. It was Sting the Sting. 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 So he, he 
Sting yeah, was in a spot. Because he had his time to shine with Tully for the TV title. Yep. And then he went the best of seven with... Um, Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff. And then after that, he was getting ready to... He was supposed to fight Flair. Fight Flair for the title. Yeah. So. That's when they turned Nikita uh, babyface. That was, had no, that was after the fact. Yeah, after the fact. Yeah, he had no choice since this dude... Yeah, just yeah. I mean, he's he's happened? still alive. He 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 can walk. He's mostly wheelchair bound, but or Segway special Segway bound, but uh, he's still around. So thank goodness for that. Um, but yeah, he's just a, just a tragic story of wrestling. He could have been one of the greats, and uh, things just happened. Stepdad to his uh, rivals, Tully. Yep, Tully and Tessa Blanchard's his stepdaughter. Will we see an appearance of Tessa in a couple of months? She is unhirable. Ask the women. Yeah, in all luck. I know. <laughs> Ask Ricochet. Oh, they used to date, right? Yeah. He yeah. used to date uh, what's, uh, Katana Chance, too. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. So he's like Dolph Ziggler. He's, he's here to show the like world. C- CM Punk, he was a real Divas champ. Hey, Dave Lita, allegedly, and uh, yeah. Sunny Days. CM Punk had it all? Sunny Day and everybody. Everybody has From Sunny Day. From Ahmed Johnson to the Zodiac. Nah, Ahmed Johnson. Nah, you know, okay. Should we think to that? Nah, shake the booty, man. <laughs> but man, I miss them days of WCW or NWA. Like that's one of the reasons why I was a fan of it was that real. era because it was the storylines was real. WWF was all hokey and cartoonish at the time, and like the lighting was dark, and you just focus on the ring. It's like a like a you know actual more, story. It was more intimate. Yeah, it was more realistic. Yeah, less yeah, of a and, cartoony show. And I loved it. It just even. WWE in the early 90s. Yeah. Like, it was still like that dark arena, but you focusing on the spotlight. There's no one so, in there. No. That too. Uh, I, I actually uh, came across the WCW comic book from that area. I printed a bunch of them. You know, Warrior? No, I mean, it was funny because, like, you know, the WCW roster at the time just changed so much. So by the time the comic book came out, it was already out of date. It had. <laughs> You know, it had Sting, Rick Rude, uh, the Dangerous Alliance, and uh, things like that. Yeah, the Dangerous Alliance. Oh. You know. And then they, you know, it, yeah, so they had a comic book back in the day. So if you want to collect an item, collect the WCW, WCW comic book from the early 90s. Yeah. If you can find it. Talk about Lost Factions. Everybody's a Hall of Famer in that. The Dangerous Alliance. Every single body in that body, in that whole faction. Oh, uh, no. Not Bobby Ian. He should be. He should be. I don't care. WWE, put him in the goddamn Hall of Fame. It's part of the Midnight Express. Yes. Yes. I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of saying it. Rock rolls in. Rock rolls in there, right? How is? Yeah, Midnight should be in there. Oh my I, god. I, I love the Bushwhackers. I, you know, I sorry they lost somebody, but how are they in the Hall of Fame before the Midnights? Because they were in before WWE. Fournette. I know Fournette's got a fucking mouth, but who cares? They were WWE guys. You know, the Midnights were not. They were NWA guys, except for you know bombastic Bob and brood delicious. The Bart gun. Bart, uh, yeah. Sorry, Bart. That, that um, was bad. They just have never done that to you with Butterbean. The new Midnight Actually, Express. Butterbean did it to himself. He knocked his ass out. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, uh, boy. That was his issue. Brawl for all. They had those little... They could have gimmicked that, but no, nah, he didn't want to. That's what I heard. It's WrestleMania. I go all out. And the other deep voice on Dark Side of the Ring. Get knocked out. Good old Bart Gunn, that uh, that intense show-closing uh, angle with him and facing his brother, 
the daddy ass Billy Gunn in the main event of Raw this in '96. This son of a bitch still looks fucking great. It's get, not even fair. Bart Gunn gave Billy Gunn a stun gun maneuver on the top rope, and they pretended you know Billy was paralyzed or something, and that's oh. how Raw ended that night. For real? Yeah. What was it Lowell Mess? I don't know. It was one of those Raws in the late 96, you know, after this one, Guns broke up due to Sonny. Talking about Wrestling Encyclopedia is over here. Yeah, speaking of uh, Wrestling Encyclopedia, it will be posted probably after this episode. Yes. We went to a Northeast Wrestling show, and I met some fan, and this dude, you can tell he's a, a homebody in the basement. Oh, jeez. And, uh... For the record, I don't live in my basement. I just watch TV down there. Well, he does that too, and he plays Dungeons and Dragons, and it's good, good game, maybe. He does all that stuff. Stays out of trouble. It's good, you know. He ain't, he ain't perusing the downtown streets of a local city unnamed at this time, uh, painting portraits of people <laughs> or uh, riding motorcycles, <laughs> like the Aces of Eights. You know, um, he ain't causing trouble. He's just trying. Yeah, he ain't to... causing no trouble. Oh. So I asked him. I said, "Who?" Won every single king in the ring, and he broke it down. And Dude. I said, "This one's from man Randy." He said, "Randy asked me this question. We should talk about the king in the ring." I'm like, "I don't remember the damn tournaments, Randy." Yeah, you know I mean, like, I can name like a few winners, but I don't know who's who. This dude broke it down every in single order. Here. I can do the pay per view ones, maybe not the not the ones non pay per view. Go ahead, no, pay per view ones. So the first pay, the first king of the I'll try the first king of the ring pay per view was 1993, won by Brett the Hitman Hart. I think he faced Bam Bam Bigelow or Mr. Perfect in the finals. Bam. Yep. Was it Bam Bam? And I think, he, Bam Bam. I think yeah. he did like a victory, call it a victory roll to to yeah. finish the match. In 1994 was the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, because yep. he went on to face Bret at SummerSlam that year for the title. 95 was one of the worst King of Rings of all time, won by King Mabel. I mean, just Mabel at the time. He beat Savio Vega, and Savio Vega should have won. King Mabel went on to face uh, Big Daddy Cool Diesel for the title, and everyone hated Mabel because Mabel broke. Because he's black? Yeah. No. Okay. You know, I, I love Because he was not safe. Shirts. <laughs> and people. Right. And microphones. Uh, so 1995, yeah, he heard Diesel. He heard Undertaker's, he broke Undertaker's face. He was not a popular guy. He, he kind of disappeared at the end of that year, as a matter of fact. In 1996, won by Triple H. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Supposed to have been won by Triple H. Uh, 1997. Triple. Uh, there's a little delayed, but the 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 king of kings uh, won the, the won the title it was there. The game at the time. No, no, he, was, he was on a hearse. He was on a hearse. He was on a hearse. Yeah. Yeah. It was the game. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He got the he got the new uh, not that uh, what's oh Defroyd music whatever it's called. He wasn't DX at the time. No. No, not yet. He was with China though. That king of the ring and that king of the ring pay was something. 1997. It also had a. Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels in a match before their WrestleMania match. They were tag team partners, and and also uh, was main evented by Farouk Assad and The Undertaker. Tell you. And that's where Ahmed Johnson came in at the end, and he, Ahmed Johnson was supposed to have a title run the very next month, but he got hurt mentally and physically. So they had to go with Undertaker and Big Van Vader at the Canadian, Calgary Canadian Stampede. Stinky gloves. That was, that was the main event? Legendary pay-per-view. That was uh, before the... the 10-man tag. Okay. Great great pay-per-view. That was, yeah. The crowd was so wild, the camera was shaking yeah. while the main event was happening. Uh, 1998, uh, the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. Uh, 1999, scissor me, cute Kip. 
Billy Gunn, The King of the Ring, 1999, 2000, I believe was Kurt Angle, 2001 was the Rated R Superstar. And the very last, see, that's why end of the pay-per-view here, I can't go to the, <coughs> the later ones. But 2002 was the last King of the Ring pay-per-view, won by the next big thing. Brock Lesnar. Yes. Uh, I late, remember that one. Later, King of the Rings, this is where I fall off the, the list here. Booker T, Wade Barrett, Sheamus... Uh, Baron and Baron Corbin. Baron. I'm afraid. I see you didn't know that. You want to talk about a bad news Baron moment? One of the best bad news Baron moments is the Hall of Fame 2014. You know, it was a, a, I don't know. For me, at least, it was a very emotional show. Jake the Snake, Roberts, DDP, Scott Hall, Warrior. Um, But to break the tension, Mr. T, to break the tension, bad news Baron came out. He did this incredible just. Random ass promo. He lit the crowd up, and I still watch it back all the time. It was a great. So bad news, Barrett. Now I'm glad he's back. Yes. I'm glad he's the announcer on SmackDown. So good news for the king of bad news. Right. Bad news, well, Barrett. You, you know your king of ring. All right, I couldn't name him in order, but I know who was who. who. I didn't know the name. Yeah. Now I also asked this dude off camera every Royal Rumble winner, and he broke that down. Yeah, we could try that too. He didn't. He didn't do the women's. He said, "You want the, the nah. I'll tell I said, "Nah, just the the main ones." Yes. Um, Go ahead, sir. So, ninety-eight. Ninety-eight or eighty-nine? <laughs> no, ninety-eight. All right. Ninety-eight. Eight, eighty-eight. I think the first official. Jim. Jim Duggan. Yeah, Axel. It's a little. That's a little rough for me. I think um, nineteen ninety. Um, didn't the Hogan or Warrior win that one? It might have been Andre. No, 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 no. Andre. Never Andre ever won. I remember Hogan. <laughs> no, Matt Royals. You think of Matt Royals. All right, so the Royal Rumble's a little Hogan. iffy. Um, uh, Might have been Hogan. I, let's let's start with 1993. Yokozuna won that How, one. You gonna forget the other shits? Because I don't remember. Because like at that time they didn't have that rule where the winner of the uh, Royal Rumble went to Mania. That's true. That, that, that changed in in 93. 93. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm starting with that one because I can remember right. that one. Um, I think Hulk Hogan won a bunch, and uh, he Hogan he was he was already the champion. Two. Hogan won. Either two or three. Two. So that's why I started with 93. the only one with three or four. Three. I'm going to try this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Starting from 93 with Yokozuna. 94 was Bret Hart and Lex Luger. 95 was Shawn Michaels. 96 was also Shawn Michaels, I think. 97 was Stone Cold Steve Austin. But really Bret Hart, right, guys? 98 was also Stone Cold. 99 was Vince McMahon, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, 2000 was The Rock. Really the big show. Yep. 2001, uh, that was Stone Cold again, yep. I think. Yeah, because he went to Mania with Rock and Austin. All right, it was. Yep. 2002 was uh, Triple H. Yep. 2003 was Brock Lesnar. 2004 was a uh, man who doesn't exist anymore. 2005. <laughs> Same thing he said. Yep. Same thing he said. Wow. <laughs> wow nobody says that, Nate. Basements are cool. They're, they're, less, <laughs> they're not humid in the summer. Oh, that's a different Got a lot story. of weight machines in there, though. The, <laughs> wait. Uh, 2005 is uh, Batista and John Cena. Uh, two thousand happened. 2000, <laughs> 2006, Rey Mysterio. 2007, The Undertaker. Uh, 2008 was John Cena. 2009, uh, what was that? Uh, that was... Uh, 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 that was a no. Cena. Nine? No. It was Triple H or Randy Randy Orton? No, Randy Randy Orton defended the title against Triple H. So did Triple? No. What what WrestleMania? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. That was I think twenty three. It might have been Triple H again. Ford Field? No. Two thousand. Two thousand. Was it Shawn Michaels? 
It was John Cena. Who was it? John Cena and Batista? Wait. No, that was 2005. No, Batista. Wait. 2007 was The Undertaker because he faced Batista. 2008 was John Cena. He had a triple threat with Edge and uh, Triple H. No, Triple H and. Uh, 2009. Big Show. Was no. it Orton? Orton. Triple H. Orton and. Uh, 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 in 2009. That's all. Let's stick into that one. Hmm. Might have been Orton. To that Orton. Or yeah, yeah. In uh, Orton. Been. Yeah. No. It's gotta be Orton. I got called out. I think it's probably Randy Orton because he faced Triple H in the main event mm -hmm. of the WrestleMania 25, mm -hmm. the end of 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Yeah. 2009. 2000, Randy Orton. 2010 was um, uh, Edge. 2010 was Edge. 2011 was Alberto Del Rio. 2012 was uh, Sheamus. Thirteen was uh, John Cena, so he faced The Rock. Yep. Uh, Twenty fourteen, um, it was Batista. Twenty fifteen. Jim and Dan Bryan. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen is no, it was uh, not Brock. Roman, no Roman. Twenty fifteen was Roman. Yeah, the Philly. Twenty. Yeah, Roman won because uh, yeah. The Rock came out. It was a year too late. Twenty sixteen was uh, Triple, Triple H. H. Uh, yes. Yeah. That, that was for the title. Yes. 2017, Randy Orton won it. Jesus yep. Christ. 2017, 2018, that was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm getting assistance, all right. 20, <laughs> Some stuff. I guess. 2019 uh, was Seth Rollins? No. No. Because Seth faced Brock, and then the other match. Yeah, I think it was Seth. Was... You got Seth in WrestleMania, I can tell you. O'Brien and Kofi? No. It was yeah. Seth. Seth won? Seth won that. All right, Seth won 2019, 2020. Yeah, 2020 was Drew McIntyre. Yep. 2021 was Edge. Yep. 2022 was last year. Last year, what was that? Where was that? Dallas? Dallas. It was Brock. Brock. It was yeah. Brock. Brock won it. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see, not bad. So, well, it's not yeah, bad. Not Maybe bad. A hiccup, too. I, that era, like 2009, 2010, that's like a, that's a fuzzy one. area for yeah, me. Yeah, that's why I stopped watching that. Uh, yeah, I took a break. Like, I think everyone did. All right, all right break. so you don't remember, what was it, 89 in them? So, all right, let me see. Hacksaw won the first one. I say Hogan. I think Hogan, Hogan won two of them. I say Hogan, Hogan, Warrior. I don't think Warrior won one. No, Warrior, no. Warrior won one. No, he didn't. He had to have won one. He had to win one. What are you talking about? I feel about? like he won one. <laughs> he won those damn rumbles. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> he won those damn rumbles. Uh, the tail of the tape. If Warrior not in it, he going to use tape. All right, let me see. Hey. You owe me a beer. <laughs> All right. The winner of the 1989 Royal Rumble was Big John Studd. Okay. Ugh. Wait. Okay. He only had two eliminations. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. You didn't need to be the last wait, wait, one. Wait. No. Oh. For 89. 89. Big Okay. Good. All right. So. Just go for Royal Rumble winners. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and make sure you donate two bucks to Wikipedia while you're at it. Exactly. You want the shit accurate? You better pony up the two bucks. <laughs> or just press the little Xbox, Xbox in the corner. All right, here we go. All right. Yeah, you know, back back in the day, like, so, oh, you're a big wrestling fan, and they're like, ask me anything, and they're like, what color was the Ultimate Warrior's belt? And I'm like, man, yeah, don't tell me. Ask that. me a good question. Yeah, you know how many yeah. color different belts you had? What year did you become Wait, stupid? Wait, hold on. You forgot one. You forgot 2023. Who won that one? Oh, this year, Cody. Okay. Yeah, you forgot that one. You know. Well, you quit. Asking questions. Yeah, he did. All right, 88, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. 89, Big John Studd. 90, Ugh. Hogan. 91, Hogan. Okay. 92, Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, oh, Ric yeah. Flair. Okay. 93, Yoko. 
okay. 94, Brett and Luger. 95, 96 was Sean. 97, oh. 98 was Stone Cold. Oh, The Rock, 2000. What did I say? Hey, did we skip 2000? No. You said 2000, but you didn't say... I didn't say... You said The Rock. <laughs> you said The Rock. No, yeah, The Rock really is the big show. You said The Rock. All right. Vince, 99. The Rock, 2000. Stone yeah. Cold, 2001. Triple H, 2002. Brock, 2003. The Man with No Name, 2004. <laughs> Batista, 05. Yep. Rey Mysterio, 06. Yep. Undertaker, 7. Yep. Cena, 8. Yep. Orton, 9. Edge, 10. Del Rio, 11. Sheamus, 12. Cena, 13. Batista, 14. Roman, 15. <sighs> Triple H, 16. 17, Orton, Nakamura, 18, Seth, 19, Drew, 20, Edge, Brock, and Cody. You know, for the last 10 years, the weakest name on that is Shinsuke Nakamura. That's sad. It's very sad. Yeah, he should have been a champion. <laughs> he should have won the... F- they, I mean, I'm glad AJ had a record title reign that year, but man, Nakamura oh, should have gotten it. They dropped the ball. I'm sorry. Yeah. You had you had it right there. You had they it. Really you could have really made somebody. Even though he's still over... You could have could have made somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of making somebody, my man Brown Brick at NXT called out Seth freaking Rollins for a World Heavyweight Title shot. Come on down NXT. I'll definitely build up that brand. We have previous champions go down there a few times. Great. They'll have seven hundred thousand and one viewers. I'll watch. Yeah. You're I'll the one watch. in seven hundred thousand and one. <laughs> Hey, would you watch if Seth went down there and fight Braun Breaker? Yeah, if they, if they advertise it like, oh, this is coming Tuesday on NXT, I'd like to watch it, sure. I won't. Yeah. But, Twisted T. Will, will it happen? Who knows? I don't know. You call them out, why not? Yeah, why not? Might yeah. as well. Why not have, why do another, if they do a pay-per-view one-off, let it happen. In Detroit. SummerSlam. SummerSlam. We going? We, we going, fellas? We going. It's going to be tough. Let's make, it, let's make it happen. One of y'all penciled in. I'm penciled in. I got the flight. One's, one's in ink. One's penciled yeah, in. Yeah, I'm waiting for y'all so we can get these tickets. It's going to be tough. Make it happen. In the D. I mean, what else are you going to do there? Go see the Tampa Bay Rays and Detroit Tigers. <laughs> How about the Lions? That's it. Out of season. All right, so we also went to, Abel and I went to a Northeast Wrestling show. Yes. The main event for that show was El Commander and El Hijo Vikingo. El Hijo de Vikingo. Yes, yes. And, and I almost left with the title. Abel, I got him on <laughs> camera. Yeah. Abel paid $40 to go meet this man, took a picture with the man. And, and this son of a the, bitch, the, title the same story that you know he always does. He's a habitual. A habitual... Photo stealer. What are you calling, bitch? <laughs> no, that's not me actually didn't try it. He just... He was giving it. He was like, yo, hey, uh, you don't want a picture too? I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, like, I gave... Like, I recorded the video. She gave Don 20 bucks for that shit. Next thing you know, he, um, he gave me the pound. I'm, I went like that. He was like, you want a picture? Amigo. I The man put a belt on my shoulder. Was there anyone behind? Like, was there a No, line? I was or, the last was guy. That, or was that, that's why... He's no, like, no, there's people, there's people behind me. One. Right. The dude. Uh, One or two? Maybe? There's a few people behind me. Yeah. Right. Barely. Yeah. Still. How, how much did you tower over him? Man, I yeah. thought I was about to, you know, thought, thought you were at the uh, Little League shit. again. Oh, jeez. Uh, wiffle ball, was it? Uh, T-ball? T-ball. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, kids. Hey, we can go. Shoot. He spotted me when we sit in the second row. He spotted me. He was like... <laughs> I don't roll that way. Shoot. But 
he, he didn't book a hotel room. He was looking for someone to hook him up. So I'm at the hotel tonight. <laughs> He's like, where can I find some tacos? I'm like, man, I'm not from Woodbury. So, <laughs> not at this time of day. Not at this time of yeah, day. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. They, they have the terrible food out there, man. That was yeah. so terrible, man. Yeah. Terrible. Crappy ass nachos, microwave nacho cheese. No, yeah, chicken tenders, the French fries. That shit was salty and burnt. Big time. The fries were soggy. Had some beef empanadas. That shit looked like mystery wheat. Well, that's what you're gonna get when the local uh, Boy Scout League cooks the food for you. In their, I was uh, surprised too. I was like, hmm. it, it was terrible. I mean, four dollars for a soda, four dollars for a water. Now let's get the soda. For real. That's my that was my old logic. Oh, like, open up the damn so that the shit exploded. Uh, <laughs> everybody, not just mine, his too. So I'm like, oh, this shit, and this we, it's not like we shook it up. We're just like, uh, really? This shit was just sitting down. Then we were trying to eat our food next to them. <laughs> sad. Conce- when concessions are sad, it's very sad. It's sad. But we got an interview with the local hardcore local. legend of no Northeast wrestling yeah. in a Connecticut native, Ron Zombie. We got an interview with him. Our first interview. He, Talk about how he got into the business, how he was trained by Killer Kowalski in 1996, five, seven, five, five six, something like that. Five, say. Yeah, something like that. He said he was in the same class with Joni, China. Yes. And uh, who was it, Draws? Yeah, Draws. Yeah, Draws. So <laughs> I was just gonna joke around. He's gonna. And I was like, let me not. <laughs> let's yeah, keep so it. Let's got, keep it serious. Yeah, we got one. our first interview. It was pretty dope and. Yeah, he was a Terry Funk guy. He said he wanted to be like Ric Flair, but he said he wasn't cute enough, so he portrayed <laughs> to be like Mick Foley. So we're trying to understand. I get it. He talked about how, if anything you take back, it would be them gruesome chair shots from Balls Mahoney. Oof. ECW legend. So, yeah. Chair swinging freak. So we have that interview. We'll be posting that. On IG, Facebook, and on the podcast as well. So you guys check that out. So stay tuned for the uh, Ron, Ron Zombie. Ron Zombie. Yes. Ron Zombie home. interview featuring yes. Abel and Dom. This man has been in business for over 20 years. That's right. He lost to uh, Big Bacon Brad Hollister. <laughs> I remember a guy named something like Big Bacon. Yeah, he, lost, he lost a lot of weight. He looked good now. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He's like... He's like turkey bacon, Brad Hollister. Now. <laughs> but it is what it is. And we have new Northeast Wrestling Tag Champions. Dan Maff, Moff, who was in... And Rudo. And WA. And... I don't know. Some about. big Puerto Rican with a beard and a flannel. Jesus, Dom. <laughs> we should have got the names. Uh, he beat, They beat Matt Taven and the King, Brian Anthony. Yeah. Great. Matt Taven, the heavyweight champ. Yeah. Cool. Your favorite guy. You like Matt Taven, right? Your favorite. I love Matt Taven. <laughs> the trend. The trans, yeah. Oh, My cousins, the trans. Here we go. Thy kingdom come. <laughs> As you said to Maria. Hey, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at Maria Canals for free. Uh, Randy, 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 Randy got a picture with uh, I think Mike Canales and uh, and Maria, Mike Bennett. <laughs> Whoops, and, and Maria, and actually Mike took the picture with Maria, and I snuck in there and I got one with Maria myself. So. My man, there you go. I did, I did the dom. <laughs> I stuck in there. I sneak in with Cody Rhodes. You did? No, no. I, I said, Yo, Cody, let's take a pic. 
Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not supposed to do this. But I will anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. I'll post a picture on Facebook and the Instagram page as well. I'll post a video of Abel trying to steal the title from Vikingo. <laughs> The and next, I'll be on the It's just hold it. Just, just taking it. the <laughs> That's it. I thought about it. I was like, nah. Abel's the new mega champion. You imagine? I'm the tallest one down there. <laughs> For real. You're not one of us because you're tall. Yeah. Yeah, you could be like, uh. Satnam Singh. Yeah, that would be the Satnam Singh type. Jesus. Abel would be like suicide. Oh, hell no. TJ Perkins. And Kazarian. Where's he at now? TJP? He's, he's in New Japan Strong. Yeah. All right. He's yeah. doing well. He's doing well. He's the cruiser great. Well, he just came out of nowhere with a bunch of sleeve of tattoos. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. They didn't want him to have him in WWE. And then after that, he made someone crazy. Yeah. I have a rare TJP t-shirt that I bought from FYE. <laughs> the Phil M. Flash. That's who he is. Oh, we met some guy out there saying he was... Um, his best friend, A.R. Fox. He said, we have the same tattoo. I'm like, I think myself, anybody can have that damn tattoo. I can do that shit right now. A little Playboy bunny. <laughs> but he said, yeah, he used to backyard wrestle and shit like that. Everything he did, A.R. Fox wanted to do. Well, obviously not. A.R. Fox made it, and you did it. You fucking bum. A.R. Fox is all elite. Oh, boy. Yeah, he has been seen in months. Yes. Oh, well, that's not true. They had a, they had a six-man championship match with the House of Black not too long ago. Oh, yeah, I meant to mention this during the AEW. Since we got all these trios, we got Chaos, you got BCC, and you got, uh, who else did I say earlier? Oh, FTR and uh, CM Punk. There you go. We got more contenders against I mean, House of Black now. That is likely because, you know, uh, Malachi Black is a, is a CM Punk guy. Yes, so is. they're okay to be in a collision. They are on the poster after all. That's true. And I think that'd be uh, one hell of a match. And the, exactly. the loser uh, isn't allowed to get a tattoo for a year. Or the loser <laughs> has to drink a beer. <laughs> oh, boy. And the winner gets Thea Trinidad. I mean, Zelina Vega. Or AJ Brooks. AJ. <laughs> I would like to see her come back. AJ, AJ Brooks versus uh, uh, Zelina Vega. Oh, she's going to kill her. Short, short age versus short A. So, just light it up. Well, speaking of light it up, it's about that time. You want to light it up, John? You want to you pass the Dutch from the left one What's side? That? You want to pass it up? You want to roll it up? Smooth it up? Chop it up? What are we doing? Edit it up. <laughs> you know what we about to do? What is that, Dom? I'm shutting down the shop. <laughs> That's what we about to do. All right, folks, that has been week 18 of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks for watching. And you know, remember to like, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Spotify, Facebook, Apple Podcasts when it works. Uh, but you again, have, you have any questions, send it to us like Randy does every week. Yeah. We got you. We got me. Anything, anything wrestling related you want to talk about, we'll answer. Yeah. That's right. We're going to do it. So thank you all once again. It doesn't matter. Week 18. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. What's going on, guys? It's Dom. I'm here with Abel and Northeast Wrestling legend Ron Zombie. We're here at the Northeast Wrestling Show in Waterbury. My man had a match against Big Bacon, Brad Hollister. <laughs> so... I still got big fingerprints on my eyeballs. <laughs>
Brian, it's a pleasure to be spending some time with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. No problem. We've seen you got in the game, what, 1995 by? Uh, 97. 97. I was trained by Killer Kowalski in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. How was that? First day I walk in, I see these two guys, about 260, 275 pounds, doing moonsaults off the second rope. I was, I said, what am I getting myself into? Then a week later, I see them on ECW as the Eliminators. Oh, and only, we still got to deal with them there they're on TV now. Yeah. And then uh, it was, you know, driving from New Haven, Connecticut every day to Boston, Massachusetts, two to three times a week. Um, I was there when China was there. I was there when Prince Albert was there. Uh, wow. Tentai, uh, so it was, it was a, I'm glad I went through the training I went through. It's fair dedication um, right there. Yeah, there's a lot of people who trained by people I didn't do anything in the business. I was trained by a legend that produced legends. So you've been in the game for over 20 years now. Yep, and I feel every bit of it. Yeah? <laughs> oh, you talking about hanging up the boots soon? You think no, about it? No, no. Until you see me pushing around in a wheelchair, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Oh, man. Terry Funk went until he was in his 70s. I'm going to try to beat Terry Funk. Oh, there you go. You can do it, and man. Terry's an idol of mine, so. So your favorite all-time growing up? My favorite all-time growing up, believe it or not, is Ric Flair. Okay. I was always a Ric Flair fan. All right. Cactus Jack, uh, Mick Foley. Cactus Jack was obviously an influence. Yeah, I seen the picture on your Facebook. You and Mick Foley. Major influence. Tommy Bruiser Brody was another one. Terry Funk, but Flair. Like I grew up during the time of Hulk Hogan, WWE, Ric Flair, and WCW. One guy said, "Say your prayers, eat your vitamins." One guy had a Rolex and a bunch of girls on his arms. I want to be like that guy. Yeah. Didn't have the Ric Flair looks, but hey, that's the guy I want to be like. But then Mick Foley came along and I. I could be like him. I, I could throw myself off stuff. So you like taking chair shots and bar wire and all if that If I stuff? knew now what I used to do, I probably wouldn't take as many chair shots, to be honest with you. you know, it was like a badge of honor. I, I tagged and I feuded with Balls Mahoney quite a bit. Really? Chair swinging free. <laughs> and let me tell you, those chair shots are amongst the worst chair shots you could ever take. And he was... God bless balls. I love him like a brother. But whenever he got that chair in his hand, I just cringed. But if I, you know, like I said, if I knew now, like, you know, we didn't know. Yeah. You know, we took a lot of unnecessary risks back in the day that, thankfully, a lot of the guys are smarter now and they don't. Yeah. Well, respect you, respect balls, respect the business, man. If we got anything you want to ask my man right here? Uh, well, I think you asked the question about the influence. Uh, do you really think that the pandemic actually uh, helped us appreciate the Russell more than we ever did? It was so, we were so far away from it you guys. It was such a weird time. Um, I've never seen anything like that. Nobody's ever seen anything like that. And to, to try to stay relevant during that time was hard. Um, tensions were at all-time highs. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was a scary time. But I think wrestling gave people something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, it was an out. It was we did some studio tapings just so we could keep active and keep out there. Um, I think it could have definitely gave more of appreciation because no other sports were doing anything. Yeah. You know, so to get something live, to get something out there, I think it brought a great appreciation. Yeah, because my opinion, the way I felt, it seemed like we were going down like a little hiatus from wrestling where we were like. All right, we like it, but we're we're not like into it like it was back in the day. 
and then because we were so far away from you guys for so long, now it's like, all right, we want you back. This is what kept us going. You guys were the first guys out there, like it was just like uh, I love it. You guys were the first show out there. It always takes its highs and lows, and we just keep doing it. And I'm glad that people reciprocate and they you know we packed this place tonight it was fantastic it's a, a bigger size building and it was bad last time we came to the water bear for a show it was at the high school i think cody and uh kurt was the main event and uh, crosby yeah, yeah crosby yep yeah yeah but i'm glad northeast wrestling is still going yeah, at it one of the best and i i don't want to say like because i work for northeast wrestling I've, I've worked for multiple companies throughout my career and nobody doesn't like northeast wrestling so what's your next stop? Whatever the boss man tells me. <laughs> um, when, I, when I get the call, I'm there. And I just can't say no. I hear that. Well, you know, it's a Friday night. We want to hold you, but thank you for... I think, I think there's a beer somewhere with my name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got you. <laughs> well, till then, guys, I am Dom. I'm here with Abel and the hardcore legend of Northeast Wrestling, Ron Zombie. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you.